Blog Talk Radio. Let's keep it and all of those wonderful things. God bless you. Welcome to the It's Real Radio talk show. I am your host, Delta Coilette James, and always it is indeed a pleasure and an honor to join with you in the airwaves. It's Christmas Eve. It's an awesome time to be alive. It's just um, a great time of family and fellowship for the most part. Um, I know that some people do do celebrate Christmas and and look at it as uh, the birthday of Christ, which most of us that are actual Christians or walking um, in the knowledge of the Word of God knows that December 25th is not actually Christ's birthday. Um, in fact, the the um, origin of the quote-unquote Christmas holiday really had nothing to do with Christendom. Um, it started off actually with some pagan roots and, and what have you, and just as the quote-unquote holiday of Easter did as well. But the Christian community many hundreds of years ago um, tried to embrace this time and put its own spin on it and decided to set aside that particular date, December 25th, to celebrate the birth of Christ. My take on it, as I, I shared with someone a couple of years ago, who basically attacked me for being a Christian and celebrating Christmas, and my response was the fact that I celebrate the birth of Christ every single day of my life. So December 25th should really be no different. Um, I am so grateful that God decided we were worth saving. And because of his great love for his creation, mankind, he wrapped himself in flesh, came down from the throne room of heaven and embodied himself as a mere man and gave himself the name Emmanuel, wonderful counselor, um, prince of peace, and as we lovingly refer to him, Jesus. And so with that as as the, the background of the celebration of Christmas, as I said, I, I was a grown person. I, I wanna, I'm going to share this. We've got an exciting show ahead of you, um, and, it, and it really is not about Christmas. <laughs> But since this is Christmas Eve, I just kind of wanted to share my heart on some things. I was literally a grown woman. I found out that there were multiple thousands, if not millions of people around the world who celebrate Christmas and do not reflect uh, on the birth of Christ. And that kind of messed me up because growing up as a child, even though, you know, um, children grow up with this mythical person called Santa Claus um, in their life and what have you, in my home, I was still taught that, you know, it was the celebration of the birth of Christ. So I was a grown woman before I found out that December 25th was not really Christ's birthday, um, as well as a grown woman that found out that many people that celebrate the spirit of Christmas um, did not do it from a Christian or a biblical position. So I have learned over the years to embrace um, the 
spirit of God in everything, in everything, um, in everything we do. Um, I, I do get a little upset from time to time, and, and you've heard me discuss this on the show from time to time, that, you know, as people in the body of Christ, Okay, if you if you do not aspire to be a part of the body of Christ, and this does not pertain to you, uh, but people in the body of Christ, it upsets me that they put more stock and relevance in man-made holidays, in man-made commercialism of specific days um, in the year than they do in biblical festivals and the the biblical times that God set aside for us to worship him. So I, I have issue with that. Nonetheless, I do embrace and appreciate the spirit of wanting to come together as family, wanting to share love with one another. I do embrace that. Um, as a little girl, my mother and I used to ride around and look at Christmas lights, so that was kind of like my favorite thing about Christmas is all the pretty lights. I've always, y'all know me, I'm that little bling queen. So I've always liked things that go twinkle and sparkle and what have you. So, you know, I would, <clears throat> excuse me, I would never come against anyone that um, celebrates Christmas as the birth of Christ. I mean, you know, like I said, I celebrate his birth each and every day because had he not lived, had he not come here and and in the form of man to be the lamb of God, to sacrifice himself for our sins that we may be forgiven, then I wouldn't be sitting here talking to you right now. So I definitely embrace um, the birth of Christ, even with the knowledge it wasn't on December 25th. Um, if you read your word, it, it is clearly that the time frame of his birth was not in this season in the Middle East. But anyway, um, I still want to wish all of you, I pray that you are uh, utilizing this time to come together with your family, to love on one another. I've heard and talked to so many different people who are estranged from family members, who aren't speaking to their families, who, you know, um, don't want to be in the same room with their families. And to me, that's heartbreaking. It is definitely heartbreaking. So I am prayerful that in this Season, you are putting aside all of the many little um, issues that you may have with your family members to embrace one another in the spirit of Christ. In that, that's when I say I embrace the spirit of Christmas, I embrace the spirit of Christ. I embrace the love of Christ. I embrace the fact that He came to serve. I um, put up my little quote unquote Christmas card on Facebook. And I'd like to read it to you before we move on in the show because this is, to me, what the embodiment of Christmas is about. My card reads as this. During this time of recognition that God Almighty stepped out of heaven and embodied himself in the form of man, let us not forget why he did that. In Christ's own words, he tells us why in Matthew 20 and 28. Just as the Son of Man did not come to be served, but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. So that, that's why Christ came. My card goes on to read and says, please do not get so caught up in the commercialism and the ritualist celebration of a day man has called Christmas that you neglect the reason for this and every season. Christ came to serve those who were hurting and save those who were lost. Serve those who are hurting with the love of God and lead those who are lost to the heart of God. Merry Christmas. So that's that's my little Christmas um ruha. <laughs> For the day, since it is Christmas Eve, again, I wanted to share that. All right, now, moving on. We have a very, very exciting show today. Um, I am so graced and honored and blessed to have my sister in the Lord, Tanya Roberts, my co-host, um, that is a part of our show. She's been so faithful and is a part of our show every week. And I'm going to give her opportunity to greet you in a moment. But we also have a guest on the show tonight. We don't have guests very often, but this was a special day. And God had placed on my heart to have a special guest to share with you on today. So before I introduce our guest, 
I want my sister to come forth and give her little hellos and salutations. Good evening, my love. Hey, beautiful. First, can't wait to see you tonight. Second, (laughs) Merry Christmas, everybody. Every just Merry Merry Christmas, everybody. Be happy and be joyful because we're here another day. Yes. Okay, I'm done. I'm ready for our guest. I'm excited. Come on, bring it. All right. All right. All right. Well, our guest um, and I have shared a platform before. Um, She's been a guest on the show before. Um, And we also were co-hosts on a television show together um, called View from the Pew. She is none other than Minister Willette Hurst. And she has a new book coming out, which I'm so excited about, and I'm so happy for her. Her new book is that is entitled, I Refuse to Let My Past Outweigh My Future, which I just think is so powerful and just so appropriate for what our discussion is going to be tonight. So, Minister Willette Hurst, how are you, my sister? I am perfect, perfect in Christ. I am doing well, Amen. and Merry Christmas to everyone. Merry Christmas. Amen. 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 Well, here's our topic on tonight. Our topic is reflections in the midst of transition. Reflections in the midst of mm. transition. I believe that God placed that on my heart um, to to discuss this week as opposed to next week because so many people are in the mindset of transition because we have come to Mm -hmm. the end of 2017. And so for so many, they have like skipped over the last week of this year and they're already in the mindset of starting a new year, 2018, and what they're going to do in that new year and how things are going to be so different in that new year. But even this morning, even this morning, and God gave me the title for this week a few days ago, but this morning it was confirmation uh, when Apostle Harden, the, the church I visit here in Atlanta, he said something monumental and it just said, okay, I heard you, Lord. I know I heard you correctly and what you (laughs) wanted us to talk about today. And what he said was, we are so busy talking about what we're going to do in 2018, but we've forgotten the promises that God has made to us for 2017, and the year is not over yet. So he had us to decree and declare, I will finish strong and start even Mm. stronger. I will finish strong and start even stronger. So there are still seven, eight days, actually, eight days in this year, okay? And there are promises that God has made unto us for this year. And the promises of God, as we all know, are yea and amen. So in our transitioning, we still have to recognize and understand that there are things for us to reflect on. So I want us to start taking a look and reflection over where God has brought us for this past year and then beyond Mm -hmm. where he's brought us in our lives and all of it has been a process of transition. As you look back from age to age, from season to season, from blessing to blessing, from faith to faith, from everything, from hardship to hardship, everything that we have Mm. walked through has been part of our transition. And until we can reflect on that and recognize it for what it is and not allow the weight of it to keep us from going forward, then we're never going to transition to the place where God would have us to be. So I Mm. think that, as I said, it's so, so appropriate that Minister Willette is on today so that she can share some of the experiences that she has encountered as she has written her first book. And even the title of the book is just so powerful. I refuse to let my past outweigh my future. Tell us a little about your book. My book is um, is me trav- um, doing a lot of self-reflecting on my life, my journey, um, this Christian walk, my um, my standing up and my falling down. Um, it's a reflection of being who people wanted me to be and 
truly finding myself and who God called me to be. Um, I in the book is I had lost everything, but I lost everything to find myself. Um, I had to do like Abraham. I had to go to a land that I didn't know about, and in order to find who I am. Um, I was born and raised in California. I was born in Santa Monica, California. I grew up in West Hollywood. But before I came here, I'm currently in Savannah, Georgia. I had to come to the Bible Belt to get whipped by the belt. God had to do Mm -hmm. a mighty work in me. So um, I've been here since March. And when you say about all the things that you just mentioned about the, the losing yourself and just about everything, you, you, we have to embrace the journey. We have to embrace the transition. And just like you said, like we're running, we're running through 2017 to get to 2018, you want to you wanna do it in decent in order. You want to get everything that you can get out of 2017. You want to get rid of everything in 2017 so you don't walk into 2018 heavy with a bunch of luggage you want to be able to go into 2018 lightly and not heavy amen amen i I totally agree i totally agree sis what what are some of the things that you can reflect on um, that's been part of your transition, and as you look back on it, and, and let me say this, I, I want to put this out here, because as Willette and I were talking yesterday, God God just burst some stuff in me, even in the midst of our conversation, and how when we get through a certain situation and we reflect on it, now we're on the outside looking in rather than on the inside looking out and in the midst of all that we're going through, sometimes we see things differently. So as we transition mm-hmm. to a different place in life and a different season in life and we, we can look back on situations, they look different than how they looked when we were in the midst of it. Tanya, how how does does that, you know, resonate within you? How do you relate to that? Wow, sis, you know, and you're absolutely right. This year has brought on a lot of challenges, a lot of different things. I'm hearing Miss Willette talk, and I remember her from the view from the pew. I remember meeting you. And, but you're absolutely right when you said sometimes you got to lose everything to start all over again. I just thank God now when I look back for the, when my daughter, the grief that I, the things that I've had to go through with her and transition into a different job and not having a job and just different things that turned another year older. So, you know, you start feeling different about yourself, your confidence and where you want to be. You start looking at life more seriously. But like you're saying, you know, the hardest part sometimes is when you've made it through and you're on the other side. And then God always seems to encircle you around others that are going through the same thing that you went through. So, you know, I'm, I hope I'm answering this right. It, it, it takes so much um, to be humble and to just reflect without being stuck. Am I making sense now? Mm-hmm. Without being stuck mm-hmm. to be able to help others. So it's been, a, it's been a, a deep transition for me. And knowing that you're getting older and things are going faster and things seem like they're higher and you're looking at your finances and different things like that. And like Miss Willette said, you know, the hardest part is letting go. But the blessing is mm-hmm. when you do figure it out and you do let go, man, that mm-hmm. is the, the biggest blessing of it all. It's hard to tell people how because I believe that everybody's journey is different, and I believe that everybody mm-hmm. takes challenges and things differently. But I'm here to tell you, if, any, if I made it through, anybody can make it through. And I know I still have more to come. Mm. Amen. Amen. Like my pastor said, said, there's more. Once you get through something, there's more. Once you get you to come going through a test or you're coming out of a test, there's always more. And Sister Tanya, Mm -hmm. correct? It it is like you said, um, when you go through something, it's not for you. You're a testimony for somebody else because you're going to put somebody in your life that's going to hear your story. And they're there where you were, where you yeah. already have passed through. And so yeah. they're going to mm-hmm. need your words because he's going to use you as a vessel to speak life into their dead situation. Exactly. Mm-hmm. I agree with that, Ms. Willett. That's, that's powerful. That's powerful right there. 
You know, you have to be careful now, too, because people have to realize, you know, the enemy is running rampant. I'm not giving him any power. But now the things that looked right, we, we've spoken about this so many times. You know, they're, they're wolves coming in sheep's clothing now. There's many mm-hmm. now using God's name and using his church and using the whole, everything they can grab a hold of to, to be able to trick the, the children of God. And, you know, I was just speaking to someone, several people, as a matter of fact, saying, see, what has happened is you've, the, the ones that have been out there have been out there warring for a long time. They've given and they've stretched out and they've prayed out and they've cried out and they're still fighting, though. And what's happened is before you know it, you look up and when you say transition, before you know it, you transition where you don't want to give. You don't want to be kind. You, you're scared to be nice. You're scared to give in your heart. You, so mm-hmm. that's what I'm trying to tell people that are listening. You have to be careful. Um, it's so important to, to keep in tune with God and the Holy Spirit. I know it's out because mm-hmm. one day can take you off. I'm, I'm being honest, 30 days. You look up before you no, know that's it. Real. We were, mm-hmm. that's yeah, real. you know, we were just that's talking real. about, you know, we were just talking about Christmas. And now we're talking about New mm-hmm. Year. So. Life is taking us on a fast track and and just different things that we're looking around. But I believe, and I'm going to say this, I believe that if if the two and few of us all can stay together, love each other, be patient with each other, cry for each other, pray for each other, guide each other, I believe we can make it through. Because there's so many more of them not than it is of us that do. Mm -hmm. Mm Mm-hmm. But it's it's just that we need each other. Just what you just said. We we need each other. I mean, we we really do. Everybody, everybody. But Tanya, just like you just said, well, if if you going out there as old school people that's been warned, they've been warned, they've been warned, they've been pouring out, but they have to get filled up again. Because when you go to church, you're supposed to get filled up and filled up and filled up, and then you give out. It's just like if you go to an ATM. If you if you keep taking out, keep taking out, it ain't and you don't put nothing in, you ain't getting nothing coming out that ATM. It's the same True. thing with the body of Christ. And you also gotta stay plugged up to your power source, which is God. You gotta stay plugged hmm. in so you don't get depleted. Because if you're getting depleted, that's because you're on your own you're you're working off of you and not not him. That's powerful. Absolutely. That's so that that's Absolutely. powerful what you just said. That operating, oh man, and we and we know that to be a fact, you know. And just like I said to people all the time, it's hard, but it's not impossible. And just like what you're saying, sis, and you and Miss Willette, we need each other. And and the world is trying to tell us that we don't. They're trying to tell us that we can, mm-hmm. you know, go by yourself, do your own thing. That's what's happening mm-hmm. to me. Of why a lot of people mm-hmm. are not prospering because there's people to help people out there, but they're so scared mm-hmm. that somebody's going to take something from them. See that transition. See again, you look up mm-hmm. before you know it. I had to, I had to have a deep conversation with someone about that, you know, about tithing and about giving. You know, you can never be God giving. And I'm like, wow, have you ever looked at your finances, your bank account? I've been here so many times where the little seems like a little, but don't stop giving. Take what you mm-hmm. have, even if it's a little bit. Operate with what God has given you right now, until He bless you with much. And just like you know, that you wake up in the morning. Yeah, and yeah, and you put on your clothes, you. right? Yes, Woo. it is. It <laughs> is. And I'm, you know, I heard, I heard T.D. Jake say it. You know, if you're so busy praising, you don't have time to complain, because praise Woo. and complaint can't come out of the same mouth. So mm-hmm. when you think, and it does. And when I looked at the bank account today, you know what I said? Oh Lord, my flesh said, but my spirit and my soul said, Woo. yes. So I'm telling everybody out there, yeah, it's easy, Tanya, for you to say, but if anybody can tell you I've been through the storm and the rain, if anybody can tell you Jesus. through hell and thank you, Jesus, for his deliverance and back. So if anybody can tell mm. you knock down, slap down, drug down, and pull, tug, I can. So I'm not talking about something I think. I'm talking about something mm. that I know. And I'm going to keep on talking. Because if it's one person, one, that I get across to, then I think and ask God to let me do what he's called me to do. So right. don't stop opening your mouth. Don't stop smiling. Don't no, stop saying stop kind tell, words. Stop telling, yeah. Don't, don't stop getting yeah. your testimony. Don't stop. Yeah. Don't ever stop. It doesn't yeah. matter. You're, people are going to hate on you, Tanya, because of who you are. 
But the reason why he brought you through the stuff that he brought you through, so you can be that testimony. You are a powerful testimony. You, 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 at least you can say, this is what I've been through. This is what he brought me through. And you don't have to say, um, excuse me, wait a minute, let me see um, what page you on in the Bible. Let me try to find your, your situation in the Bible. You are the walking Bible. You are the walking testimony that people need to hear. It's time that people. I agree. It's time for people to be transparent and keep it real, so people can be healed. I agree. See, I'm not. You know what? And I thank God and, and for my sister, you know, um, Elder Colette, and different people that's been in my life on my journey to help me through that wilderness. But I'm also hoping that I'm speaking to someone that's listening to my sound voice to tell you this. You're right. There's going to be many haters. But you know what? I don't yeah. have time to look back too much on my life where I used to be. I'm just Mm-mm. so grateful to God where I am right now. See, so yes. I'm one of those kind of people, like my, like different people that can look ahead and plan for the future. I'm gonna tell everybody this. I'm not that kind. I don't make. I don't do good with early um, um, future reservations because I'm not gonna lie to tell you. I wonder if I'm gonna be here. I am a day-to-day mm-hmm. transitional person. I don't have time to think about tomorrow. I do, but when I do, I'm telling you something. I try to thank God for the today that I'm in, the now, the here and now. Because one thing I know, we've got to know, the reason why we're transitioning into different things so fast is because we're already in 2020. Come back. You're still in 2000. You don't even know if you're going to make it that far. We only pray (laughs) to the grace of God we do. But stop living. You know, and, and it's hard because people go, what do you mean? I shouldn't think. No, I'm not telling you that. What I'm saying is, ask God to teach yeah. you the numbers of your dreams, that you will be able to live them out in wisdom, that you may be able, right. mm-hmm. like how we heard, you know what I'm saying? Since what's that? The serenity prayer. Lord, teach me the patience, accept mm-hmm. the things in my life I cannot change. Start saying that again. The because there's some things you allow like to change. Yep. Right. Yep. Right. Mm-hmm. So know that you're not but the only one going through foundation. it. Yeah. Get back to the foundation. Stop rushing. Yes. Stop trying to be in a hurry to get to the next big thing. And work on where you at right now. And I think that's right awesome now. That you say you just do it day for day because you're you're living your life to the fullest and you're not regretting anything from your past or you're not feeding for stuff in the future. So you're living and you're doing what he called us to do, to live each day to the fullest and be humble while yeah. you're doing it and not cocky while you're doing it. And, and willing to be transparent all the way to during transition. And that's that's awesome. I'm going to say that's awesome sauce. <laughs> yeah, I love that awesome softness. I'm with you. I'm with you on that. That's my word. You know, I'm at, I'm, you know, I'm at work right now, and I'm, this is the night before Christmas, and I'm seeing all these people like ants running around getting the last-minute stuff and this and that and, you know, and this and that. And, Please hear me. It's important, you know what I'm saying, to be, you know, to have things be prepared. But I'm telling people, if God allowed December 26th to come, and that's the day after Christmas, it's that's still got to do, look, the show still got to go on. You know what I'm saying? The, you gotta you know, the show still got to mm-hmm. go on. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, one of the things that I have learned this year to even a greater depth, and degree is to appreciate each and every day uh, to the yes. fullest, just each and every yes. day. Because again, tomorrow's not promised to any of us. There may be people right this moment listening to the sound of our voice, listening to what we're saying that won't see 2018. And it's only eight days away. It's only eight days true. away. So, you and know, we so have true. to get to a place. It is true. We have to get to a place of appreciation of what God is doing in our lives in the here and now. When I say the reflections in the transition, it's because if you if you take the time and visit, not not stay there, not not try to drag your past with you, just take a moment in reflection to visit some of your transitional periods mm-hmm. in life, you will recognize and see the hand of God all on it. No matter what all it is that over you walk it. through, either he saved you in the midst all of it, it, he guided you in the midst of it, he protected mm-hmm. you in the midst of it, because God Amen. never knows we have put our own selves into some precarious situations. That it's Amen. God to get Amen. 
<laughs> Amen. It really took a living God to get us up out of it. Okay, Buddha couldn't yeah. do it. Muhammad couldn't do it. Confucius couldn't do it. <laughs> it took a true and living God to get us up out of that mess that we put. You better come on. Okay, you better okay. come on, somebody. And that's what the book is about, looking at, you know, you can go through life and you'll be like, I've been through this, I've been through that. And you can go through life being a victim or you can be victorious. And I choose that mm. you could choose with V you're going to be. And so that's what the book was going back and looking at the, the mistakes that I've made, looking at the, the mistakes I've made in um, relationships, looking at the, how I, um, I taught people how to treat me. I taught people how to um, treat me as less than. So I had to learn mm. how to take them back to school and teach them how to treat me better. But then I had to you fall in love with somebody. Yes, that's powerful. I love what you just said. You had to treat, You had to go back to school and teach people how to retreat you again. Because when we believe, mm. when we find out who we really are, and, and I'm telling you something, yeah. you never learn until the day you die. But when you start believing in yourself, Start looking in the mirror, not for vainness, but to look in the inner core of yourself so you can say, I know that I'm beautiful mm. inside and I can do yeah. this. I may have made mistakes, but I'm going to tell you what I heard a motivational speaker say. They said, when did you get to the point of forgiving? She said, you know what? I hit rock bottom at one point, just like what you're saying. Mm-hmm. Well, and mm-hmm. and I've, I've had to give up this and give that, but I made up in my mind. I had to make up in my mind that that was it. I had to forgive myself. And when I kept making yeah. mistakes after Woo. mistakes after mistakes, 999,000. She said, when I got to 1 million, she said, I hit the button and I hit reset. I started reset. it all over again. Mm-hmm. I'm here to tell somebody, some of y'all need to hit the reset button and start your oh, life all hallelujah. over again. And as long as God yes. gives you breath in your body and he gives you another you day. See, what you don't know is today holds everything that you need in it. But what you need yep. to do is, mm. again, hit reset and forgive yourself. Yep. And if don't nobody else do mm. anything, don't go into 2000 if the Lord blesses 18 with bad grudges, bad feelings, and what you could have, should have, would have did. Those are the sorriest and words of them you. all. If I could have, should have, would have. Yeah. Yeah. And and don't I want to piggyback on that, Tanya. Go ahead. Let, let me piggyback on that on that real quick, Tanya. Don't wait till 2018 to hit that reset button. Hit it now. Do it now. Hit it right right there. Now. That's powerful. I hit like it that. Right now. Don't wait. Don't wait. Don't start talking about well when you know my New Year's resolution bumper resolution. Start your life this very <laughs> moment. Right now. And say, you know what, I'm going to make a switch and I'm going to change my mindset. I'm going to change my way of thinking about who I am and, most importantly, whose I am. Because when you recognize Mm -hmm. and understand whose you are, as you said, when you look at the core, when you see the core, Mm -hmm. the core of who you are is him. You are mm-hmm. created in his image and in his likeness. So until you recognize your core, whose you are, who created you, then you'll, you'll recognize why you're here. You're here for purpose and for destiny. You'll recognize that you have a greatness within you and about you. And at that point, mm-hmm. then you can do as Willette said and begin to retrain your own self and then retrain others around you. Because people are going to try mm-hmm. to get it to Jesus, y'all. They said, isn't that Mary and Joseph's son from Nazareth? And at the carpet and stuff. Who, who, yep. who is he? <laughs> who, who is he? They did mm-hmm. it to him. So they're going to try and do it to you. The difference is he knew who he was. At 12, he said, why were you looking for me? Did you not know I had to be about my father's business? He knew who he was at 12. Mm-hmm. Okay? We better get it together at 60 and 70 and figure out, yep. hey, do you not know who yep. I am? Yeah. And again, like you just said, Tam, not with cockiness, not with conceitedness, but with understanding God and conviction of, oh, wait, 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 mm-hmm. oh, hold up, hold up. No, 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 no. I was not created as garbage, and you won't treat me as such. I was not mm-hmm. created to be a trash can, so I will not allow you to deposit in me as such. No, mm-hmm. hold up. 
I know who I am, but even more importantly, I know who I am. And and let me tell you something. When you finally wake up and you finally get that when you know who you, because that's what I had to deal with too. When people are so used to treating you like a flunky because you allowed them to treat you like a flunky. But when you finally wake up and start start plugging into your power source and walking in your different, your uniqueness, and to work towards to be that exceptional woman that God has called you to be, people ain't going to like that. They used to treat you like a navigate. Mm-hmm. Now that you know that you appetizer, main course, and dessert, they don't like that. But you, but that's because they're used to the old person. They used to being able to put their foot on your neck. But when God, should, there's a thing my Angelou said, uh, when people show you who they are, believe them. But I say when God shows you who that's you real. are, believe him. That's real. That's real. Serious. So what we're we're encouraging you to do today, not not waiting till 2018, but starting today, is to reflect on your transition. What are you transitioning to? God says He takes us from faith to faith and from glory to glory. What is your transition? It is time for you to take some reflection of your transition. Where are you headed? Where are you right now? Take stock in where you are and versus where you have come from. Because if Mm -hmm. you do that and if you allow God to be just who he is, God, in your life, you will see that you have gone from glory to glory, from faith to faith, and the journey continues. So not not reflecting, as I said before, to grab a hold to your past and drag it with you. Oh, contraire, you want to leave your past right where it is, in the past. But what you want to do is recognize what that past has caused you to transition to. Who are you because of mm-hmm. it? See, some people are evil and deceitful and bitter because of their past. I was one because of past hurt, mm-hmm. because of past rejection because of past, re, re, um, re, re, uh, what's my word? I'm trying to think. Just, just everything bad, okay? Just, you know, betrayal. That's the word I was looking for. Past hurts and pains and rejections and betrayals, I took on a spirit of bitterness. But see, when I reflected from hence where I came, it was like, so why did I allow these people that obviously meant me no good or else they would not have hurt me, rejected me, or betrayed me, (laughs) okay? Why did I allow them to transform who I was? Because I didn't Mm -hmm. start off as a bitter person. I started off as a person Mm -hmm. of love. I started off as a person that gave my heart to others, which is how that pain, that hurt, and that rejection came about. But I'm not going to allow their adequacies, their misgivings about how to treat me dictate who I am. See, I'm going back to my source, that one that created me, because you've got to go to the creator to know the purpose of a thing. So once I go back to my creator and I recognize and understand that my purpose was not to be that bitter person. My purpose was Mm -hmm. not to be that person that what came up came out and I didn't care how it hurt you. My purpose was not to be, as I said a moment ago, a trash can for others to dump their trash into. When I recognized and understood that, then my reflection became different. Because I was no longer in the midst of what I was going through. Now I'm, again, on the outside looking in saying, oh, no, 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 I'm sorry. You, you didn't even like me. So how will I give you that kind of control over me? Oh, no, that's not happening. But that one that created me, that loved me enough to die for me, to sacrifice himself for me and loved me so much that he made sure he didn't stay in a grave, got up so that I could get up. Ah, Okay, that's where I'm ascending to. That's mm-hmm. where I'm transitioning to. I'm transitioning to be that one that he said I was, that purpose and the person that he created me to be. That's my transition. But, see, I had to go back and reflect on my past just for a minute to figure out, oh, wait a minute, y'all, y'all didn't even like me, okay? No, no, I'm not going to let but- you control me. 
I'm not going to let your opinion you know of me control me. I'm not going to let your actions toward me control me. And I'm definitely not going to let that evil and that ugliness that you portrayed upon me control me. It's all about him. Go ahead. Well, you know what I learned, too? Because I know who you are. Um, but all that stuff that you went through, all the stuff that we went through, I've learned to, because um, not use it as negative, but um, use it to your advantage. Had you not went through that rejection, had you not been through all the, the the mocking or whatever you went through, the them trying to use your heart wrong or whatever, you, you wouldn't be that beautiful woman that you are today that is a triple threat. Had you not been through all that stuff, you wouldn't be that powerful woman that you are. Had I been through who she is, she wouldn't be that triple threat that she is. Because if you know people that have not been through stuff, who have not, God has not brought them through anything, and they took the other route of being a victim, they don't walk in power, they walk in victimness. But since you use it to your advantage and not your disadvantage, you are powerful beyond measures. And that's what I had to do. I had to not look. When when we say revisiting that stuff, I revisited and looked at it and put a different spin on it and different perspectives over it. Because going Amen. through life, you're like, oh, wow, poor me, poor me. No, baby. Had, it not, had I not been through that, I wouldn't be able to have dri- driven from California to Savannah, Georgia, and didn't even know where I was going to live on a faith walk, trusting in God. Had I not mm, made this journey, yes. had I not been through all that stuff I've been through, you wouldn't see the picture that you see on that cover of that book. So when I say I, didn't, I wasn't going to let my past outweigh my future, no, baby, it ain't going to happen because God chased me. God built me. God built me like a mm. taco truck. Had my parents been able to raise me like the average people would have been able to raise, I wouldn't be in Savannah, Georgia. I wouldn't be who mm. I am today. And I'm thankful for the people that rejected me. I'm thankful for the people that had me not be in relationships that God did never want me to be in. I'm thankful for jobs rejecting me because then I would have been comfortable and being at a dead end job. I'm thankful for that. Mm-hmm. Amen. It is definitely all part of our storyline and part of our transitioning, without a doubt. I, I wholeheartedly agree with you on that, wholeheartedly. You know, what we walk through, but think about the word of God. He says that we overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of our testimony. Had there not been a test, there would never be a moaning, okay? We would never have a <laughs> testimony, Okay. Seriously. So we, we definitely, we, I, I completely agree. It made me who I am today. But in the midst of it, my first reaction prior to recognizing yes. the core of who I was and whose I was, my first reaction was bitterness and that I was going to do unto others as they had done unto me. Not as I would want them to do unto me, but as they had done unto me. So I had to mm. get to that place of coming to know the true and living God, coming to know my Savior and recognizing the purpose of my creation to look back and say, oh, no, no. Okay, I was twisted just for a minute. Okay? But now, thank you, Lord, I have been set free. I, that, that twist that was within my spirit has now been loosened, and now I'm spinning back around the other way to the core of who I was created to be. Think about it. When you're twisted, Amen. You, you've been twisted the wrong way. You've been twisted the wrong way. So, you're, you know, you're seeing things in the wrong light. Because you're twisted right. the wrong way. But when he right. sets you free, anything that's set free, you have to untwist it and turn it back the right way so that you yes. can see there is evidence of, oh, oh, you know what? Your love, God, surpasses anything that anybody ever done to me. It surpasses every part of me that thought I was not worthy of love. It surpasses all the negative thoughts that I've entertained, not only that people have put into my mindset, but that I have put into my mindset myself. 
See, that's what reflection will do for you in the midst of transition. You have to recognize and understand it wasn't always the people. Definitely wasn't always the devil. We give him far too much credit. You know, our biggest enemy, our worst enemy is not the people or the devil. It's ourselves. So just as you said, Willette, you, you, you made a very powerful statement. You had to relearn you. Yes, you I did. I had to recognize who you were. Mm-hmm. I had to read my manual. <laughs> there you go. There you go. I had, I had to read the last manual to see how she how works. How do you use you? <laughs> yes. How do you use you? Okay? Yes. And because, because as Miles, as the, the late, great Miles Monroe said, if you do not know the purpose of a thing, abuse is inevitable. Ooh. So that not just goes mm. for those that are on the outside of our lives, that goes for us as well. If we don't know Amen. our purpose, then we will abuse ourselves. Amen. So it has to be. It has to be that we get in tune, as you said, with your man. You better go back and read the book, y'all. Read the book. Mm-hmm. Figure out how it works. <laughs> Don't be that stubborn-headed man that says, and also when I say man in this context, I mean mankind. Don't be that stubborn-headed man that says, well, I know how to do this. I don't need to read it. And you got parts laying all over the place, and you're trying to make this square peg. You got missing. You got extra body parts. <laughs> okay. Can't figure out where why that why are those square, those nuts and bolts laying over there and you think you're complete, you're finished. Well wait a minute, don't they go Mm-mm. somewhere? <laughs> According Mm-mm. to the book, everything has a purpose. There's a place Mm-mm. for everything. So, so why you got those extra pieces laying there? What's wrong? Something it is, is like not he connected every, properly. Just like everything go has ahead. a purpose. God has a purpose for everything that we went through. Everything that we went through, God has a purpose for it. it, Nothing is going to be, nothing isn't accidental. Everything has a purpose. It's just us being open to listen to him to tell us how to use it. Each experience that he puts us in, he gives us tools to take us to the next level. Mm. But we have to take the tools out the toolbox to apply where we're going. Mm. Hmm. We do, we do, and those tools are the fruit of the Spirit and the Word of God. And until we learn how to properly use the tools and the equipments that he has given us, we'll never get it right. Mm-hmm. We'll never get it right. And the most important thing that we really want you to come into understanding is start now. Do not wait. There is never a perfect time to get it right. You know, you know how we do with that. We'll be like, oh, yeah, well, once I get through such and such, then I'm going to do such and such. No, <laughs> no. Yeah. No. You may not uh-uh. even get that chance. You, you Tomorrow you is not promised. Tomorrow is not promised. The you. next hour is not promised. You can go to sleep and not wake it's up. That's not. That's right. That's right. I was That's on my spiritual daughter's page yesterday, and I oh. was reading all the posts that were on it the last day of her life. She was tragically killed in a car accident on March 23rd. Yesterday, December 23rd, would have been her 25th birthday. Oh, wow. So she was very young. And I, I did a post actually as a tribute to her mom, her biological mom on her page. But as I was on there, because for the past eight years, I had been, quote, unquote, required by her to write her a birthday letter. I always had to write her a letter on her birthday. Oh. And so I was just kind of tore up yesterday because that was no longer a requirement. And so I really, I was just seeking the Lord, and he was like, turn it around and do something for her mother, which I did. Mm-hmm. But as I was on her page and I was going through all the posts that she had posted on March 23rd, no one had any idea that it would be the last remembrance they would have of her, of the mm-hmm. things that she wanted to put out there. So I'm encouraging you, and again, her life was cut short at 24 and a half years old, just like that. Five minutes from home, just five minutes from home, from home tragically killed in a car accident. You 
don't know the hour. You don't know the day nor the moment God may have you come home. You don't know. So we have to learn, stop putting off the I love you to yourself, (laughs) okay? You want to say it to your family, but a lot of times we say I love you to our friends and our family, but we never say I love you to ourselves. We have not taken the time to embrace the greatness, the wonderful person Mm -hmm. that God created in you. In you. Amen. How in the Amen. world do you expect to be that one that helps to transition and to train up another person or to lead someone else into the presence of God if you yourself can't go into his presence and get your wholeness and your healing? Can we give a word in the midst of our pain? You better believe it. But you know what? When mm-hmm. you are connected to, as Willette says, the source, as you encourage someone else, you are being encouraged. See, there's, there is this oxymoron about God, okay? He does not make sense. So if you're trying to make him make sense, stop it, <laughs> okay? Stop it. He does not make sense according to the ways of the world. He makes mm-hmm. perfect sense according to his ways, but he does not make sense according to the ways of the world. So if you are trying to relegate him and reduce him down to a mere image of what the world has said he is, you have lost it. You've lost the true meaning and the value of who he is in your life. I, I, I'm, well, then I tell you, I'm at a place in my life where it's even hard to use the word God. Because I think we have taken that word and reduced it down so drastically that we do not fully appreciate and honor who our Heavenly Father is. I agree with I and in the church in the church we've done that a lot. We water down who he is. We we water down the word. And right now, this is the wrong time to do water down anything. It's like it's time for us to stop mm. eating baby food for lay me young because the only way that you're going mm. to survive in this time is standing applying the word of God. It's time to apply, yes. not just go to Bible study, not to be able to do all these scriptures, but be able to live the word of God, apply the word of God to yes. your life. Be, you know, fall in love with his word again. Fall in love with who he is. Know the author, not just the book. Hallelujah. Absolutely. Absolutely. What, one of the things that my pastor teaches, my spiritual dad in Vegas, is that if you read what is written, you'll hear what is spoken. Ooh. If you read what is written, you'll hear what is spoken. The key to Amen. that is in studying the word of God, you open up yourself to learn the person of God. So that when mm-hmm. the voice of God speaks to you, you recognize it. You know his voice. It is distinguished to you above all others. As the word says, the sheep know my voice and another they won't mm-hmm. follow. Because you've become so, so accustomed true. to him. So accustomed to him. In this time of reflection, during your period of transition, wherever your season may have you at at this moment, it is time to get in a place where you can clearly hear and recognize the voice of your father. Mm -hmm. It will literally save your life. Literally. Literally. You've got to know when he speaks to you, that it's him. You've got to mm-hmm. recognize and understand the importance of the totality of fulfilling what he tells you to do. It will never be something you can just easily do on your own. God is not going to give you, you those kinds of assignments. You cannot. He, never gives out he will not assignment. give you anything that you can do without him. You've got to make sure you're hooked to him. 
You said that, that you think he's birthed out in you is just too big and there's no way you can accomplish it. You're absolutely correct. There is no way you can accomplish it, but you Mm -hmm. surrendered unto him, allowing him to work through you can do all things but fail. Mm-hmm. You've got to get to that place of connection, and it's got to start now. Please don't wait. Please don't put off tomorrow till tomorrow what needs to be done today. Take assessment of where you are right now in your walk with the Lord and make sure you are plugged in to his heart, to his heartbeat, so that you know when he speaks so that, that you're you know that you of know. him. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so that you can relate and understand and fully attribute your life to him. To him. You gotta you, you, you gotta do it. You gotta do it. It it's vital. So my sister my Tanya, I'm sorry, had to go back to work so she dropped off. Um, but we'll let, we've got about four minutes left in the show, so I would just love for you to just take a little moment and just share your heart with the people. What what do you want to leave in their spirits? What do you want to deposit in them at this hour? I want to um, piggyback real quick about what you said about knowing God's voice. Um, as you go to church, as you go to church, get connected to really know his voice for yourself. When you go to church, yes, be close to your pastor, um, let you know, hear the word that they're preaching, but feed yourself when you're not at church. Feed yourself so you know exactly how to stand when when life hits you. Because what happens is mm. we, we know the scriptures, but when life hit us, we don't know how to how to react. I always say we're um mm. we have bipolar Christian moments. Because one minute mm. we say we can do it. Oh, we got all the faith in the world. But then the next minute we say we can't handle, oh, what am I going to do? We mm-hmm. have the word That's of God. Right. We need to really stand right now. During your transition, wherever God has you in life, take that test because he's not going to where you're at in life right now. He's not going to let you out of that situation and whatever he has you in until you pass that exit exam. If you don't pass the exit exam, you'll have to do it over again and over again until you get mm. it right. Mm. If you use that yes. exam, don't say, why me, why me, why not you? Figure out what he's trying to teach you during that situation and be grateful that we don't get what we mm. deserve. Because thank God for grace and mercy. Had we got what we deserve, we wouldn't be having this conversation. That's and real. as Christians... As Christians, stay humble. Stay humble, always learning. Always learning because your situation can always turn in a Mississippi second. I don't know how long that is, but I know it's not long. What it learned <laughs> to write in a book and going through transition taught me that God is always in control. God has mm. always been in control. God is the only permanent mm-hmm. thing that we'll have in our life. People will come and go. Places will come and go, jobs will come and go, but he is your source. He is your everything yes. as long as you allow him to be. He did something to me one time. I was um, I was going somewhere, and I was listening to the GPS, and he said, you'll listen to where the little lady in the computer will tell you to go, but you don't listen to where I tell you to go. Mm. You're positive that she's going to get you to your destination But you don't trust me Wow It's time for us to let our manufacturer be our GPS Mm. Yes it is Yes it is I wholeheartedly concur I wholeheartedly concur Well my sister thank you so very, very much for joining us today and sharing from your heart and from the heart of God with our listeners. I so appreciate you. When is the book scheduled for release? It should be out by this summer. 
Okay. All right. Well, we'll have to get you back on the show again close to that release time so we can encourage everyone to go out, support, and purchase it because I have no doubt in my my mind that the anointing upon it will set captives free. Thank you again. I appreciate you so much. And Tanya wanted me to give you and extend her love to you. She's sorry, but as I said, she had to jump off to go to work. So I am now getting ready to jump off the show to jump on the highway and drive up to Augusta so I can um, spend the Christmas with my sister, Tam. I'm really excited. We haven't seen each other in a couple of years. We do the show together every week, but we haven't been in each other's (laughs) presence. So this is this is an exciting, exciting time. Amen. We love you all with the love of Christ. I pray that you have the merriest of holidays during this season, and we will be with you on next week. We will on the last day of 2017, Lord willing, and he's saying the same, we will take this year out strong. We believe in Woo. finishing strong. So I love you all with the love of Christ. Have a great week and Merry Christmas. Let's keep it real.